On today's show, the Obama administration plans a big investment to build EV charging stations. Ford makes it easier to develop apps for Sync 3, and why automakers don't want you to modify your own car. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for July 22nd of 2016. Electric vehicles only make up a tiny portion of the overall car segment. One of the things holding back EVs is a lack of a charging infrastructure. So in order to tackle that problem, the Obama administration is planning to invest up to $4.5 billion to create a charging network across the country. Federal, state, and local governments will partner with automakers to build the fast charging stations by 2020. Automakers are pouring billions of dollars into developing electric cars in order to meet stricter fuel economy standards. So this should help ease the industry's concern over EVs not being popular with consumers. Nearly two years ago, GM and Isuzu formed a partnership to develop mid-size pickups. The trucks are built at the company's plant in Thailand and are marketed under their own brands. But the automakers just announced they are ending the collaboration. Bloomberg reports that GM wanted the next-generation model to be a passenger truck, while Isuzu preferred a commercial version. However, the two companies will still continue other manufacturing partnerships. And this move is not too surprising. Earlier this month, Isuzu announced it's teaming up with Mazda to build pickups. And still to come, car production is running red hot in North America. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. We're starting to see automakers embrace bringing smartphone content into their infotainment systems. And now Ford is making it even easier. The automaker is offering a free Sync 3 emulator which is a software program that will allow a smartphone to connect to a computer just like it would normally connect with a Sync 3 system. Developers are then able to test how their app will look and work on a Sync 3 interface without access to an actual Ford vehicle. The emulator also allows for fine-tuning of appearance and functionality and can even set certain conditions like vehicle speed, location, and temperature. If interested, the emulator can be downloaded from the Ford Developer Program website. And speaking of technology, just last month BMW started offering a Wi-Fi hotspot for a number of its models in Europe. It was originally offered in the 7 Series in October of 2015. The high-speed internet connection is able to support up to 10 devices. But a smartphone connection might not just be limited to BMWs with four wheels. The automaker is planning to offer its motorcycles with an LTE mobile phone module. In the future, the technology could be linked to a bike's central display screen, which could include navigation systems that also display safety information. Automakers in North America are on track to set a new production record. For the first half of the year, automakers in the United States, Canada, and Mexico built nearly 9 million light vehicles. That's up 2.6% from last year. In the U.S., production topped 6.1 million vehicles, up 2.4%. In Canada, production hit 1.2 million, up more than 13%. But in Mexico, production was actually down 3.6% from the year before, 
to 1.6 million vehicles. Mexico makes a lot of passenger cars, and it seems to be taking a hit at the moment as the market gravitates to pickups, SUVs, and CUVs. And that is a trend we're seeing across the region. Car production is on the decline, while truck production is soaring. Coming up next, a look at why automakers don't want you to modify your own car. For the people at Dow, racing is a sport and a science. We enjoy one and learn from the other. But like most competitive people, we like winning at both. This is the human element at work. Dow. Last year, the auto industry launched an effort to use a copyright law to prevent enthusiasts from modifying or repairing their own vehicles, arguing that today's cars are too complex and dangerous for outsiders to work on. But the U.S. Copyright Office ultimately sided with consumers. On AutoLine this week, Jennifer Dukarski, a lawyer at the law firm Butzel Long, explains the reason why OEMs lobbied for that ruling. I think they're going after the protection to block out other competitors from using the same type of code. At this point, if you're a supplier and you've created a base code that runs your component, whether it's something in the infotainment system, whether it's a telematics component, if you lock down some software and algorithms that are going to set everything, you know, your system, you want to protect that and lock it down. So maybe they're not protecting it against the eco-modders, but they sure don't want the competitor to have it. And. Uh, so I, I, I wasn't all the all way up on, uh, on the details of that. So essentially what the auto companies were told is people can hack in and play around with the code in there? Well, the, the car companies really wanted to, to zealously protect their code, and anyone who either plugs in an aftermarket device, um, anyone who is a, a car shop of their own who wants to plug in to try to get the diagnostic codes um, or modify any of the codes is somebody who wanted to, to boost up their performance, um, really couldn't under copyright because they were actually modifying the copyright, creating what in terms they call a derivative. Um, so once they create that derivative, that's infringement. And if they were found to do so willfully, that's $150,000 potentially um, of a fine. When you think of the, the soccer mom who downloaded 10 songs from Napster and had that $1.5 million judgment against her, you can understand where, where that's a, a big thing for, for you and me if we wanted to tune our cars. So that challenge came up, and the automakers were trying to zealously protect what they had from everyone. Uh, and in this instance, consumers kind of won out, I think, in, in the dispute with a little more ability to tune and eco-mod their own systems. Mm -hmm. For more insight into automotive trademarks and patents, you can watch that entire show right now on our website, or you can find it on our YouTube channel. But that brings us to the end of today's show. Thanks for watching. Go out. Have a great weekend. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.